Hey, what's up? It's Chris the Drone Geek with part two of the LTD podcast with Blake Resnick of Brink Drones. Now, the reason that we cut this into two different parts is because the first episode came out a day before a major announcement was going to be coming out of Brink. And on this episode, the day that the announcement was dropped by Brink, we want to talk a little, a little bit about what is coming to Brink Drones. So I've got, you know, Blake Resnick here, CEO and founder of Brink Drones. I'm going to hand it off to him. We've got a new drone coming from Brink and he's got all the information about it. Amazing. No, thank you very much. Thank you again for having me. Yeah, uh, as of as of today, Lemur 2 has launched. So this is this is the follow on to our, our flagship product, Lemur S. Um, and fundamentally, it, it tries to solve the, the same problems of, you know, getting eyes and ears in places that would be dangerous to send a person. Um, however, it has some huge upgrades that we are wildly excited about. So uh, first of all, it's just dramatically easier to use. Uh, with Lemur S, it took some, it took some pilot skill to be able to operate that thing really well, especially in tight, confined environments like you might find in a collapsed building, for example. Mm -hmm. That isn't really the case anymore with, with Lemur 2. So on board, we have a full 3D LiDAR on the front of the device. Uh, we also have tracking cameras and additional sensors that are placed around the entire aircraft. So as it's flying around a structure, it's 3D mapping that. And then it's using that 3D map in order to, number one, determine its location inside of the structure and also avoid obstacles. So what this all kind of yields is a full 360 GPS denied and zero light capable position hold function. So no matter where you are, no matter what's going on, you can take your hands off the sticks uh, and the drone will just stay parked in that position in the sky for its entire battery life. Um, and then if you are you know, near obstacles, uh, obstacle avoidance. But we've approached this a little bit differently from a lot of other drone manufacturers. Basically, our obstacle avoidance function will never completely stop you. It'll always allow you to navigate and nose your way into areas that might be extremely confined. Uh, it just basically slows you down. So if it notices that you're likely on a, you know, collision path, you know, you're going really fast towards something that's pretty close, uh, it'll slam on the brakes for you, slow you down, and then allow you to navigate those areas with even more precision at a lower speed. Okay. Uh, so we think that'll lower the, you know, the training threshold a lot on this device. Mm -hmm. um, those 3D maps that we're generating are also being sent back to the user so they can see full 3D point clouds and they can be visualized in 2D as floor plans. So this is another really cool thing. So yeah, literally as the drone is flying around clearing a house, it's sending back floor plans of that house uh, to your handheld controller and also to, to a web app, which I'll tell you about in a second. Um, so that's another big one for planning missions uh, before you have to send people inside. It now also has a 4K camera it's transmitting back full HD digital video to a handheld controller with very low latency, which was also extremely hard to do, but we, we got it done. Um, it has a thermal imager. It has a gimbal, so it can look straight vertically up and also directly down, full, full 180 degrees. What's cool about that is you think about a situation where you might have to clear an attic space, for example, you can look right up, position yourself under the attic opening, and then just push vertically up. So that's, awesome. that's another really big upgrade. 
uh, white lights, infrared night vision, strobe functions. Um, also, uh, the drones now now function as basically mesh networking nodes. So you mentioned in, in the last podcast uh, situations in schools, for example, mm -hmm. uh, it's really hard to get a signal from one end of a large school all the way through to the other end. Walls just eat signal. But with Lemur 2, we've basically solved that problem. Uh, drones now function as signal repeaters. So you can send in one drone a third of the way into a large commercial building, and that'll expand your network coverage. So you can send in another drone even further. You can kind of breadcrumb wow. them out. Uh, this works really well in like subterranean environments as well. Um, another huge thing is basically our web app. So with Lemur S and Lemur, we had 4G LTE on, bar on board the drone, but we used it only for two-way audio. So you could call it and have a conversation with someone. Uh, that's great, but with Lemur 2, it has that function and we've connected it to our flight computer and cameras. So what that means is as a drone is clearing a structure, HD video, thermal imaging data, 3D point clouds, 2D floor plans, it's all being transmitted live off the drone with 4G LTE to BrinkDrones.com. So you can just get on your phone, look it up, and then every single member of a team can see the live video that's coming off of the aircraft. That is amazing. Uh, Holy yeah, we're really, we're really <laughs> that's amazing. And on top of all of that, it's NDA compliant and made in, in the United States, uh, right here actually in our Seattle facility. So yeah, it's a cool drone. Let's Talk Drones and the LTD podcast are brought to you by The Droning Company, the number one online resource for commercial remote pilots based in the United States. Make sure you check them out online at thedroningcompany.com. They've got a second to none job board, plus tons of resources, information, and articles to make you a more well-rounded commercial remote pilot. If you sign up for a membership with The Droning Company, it's just a very small monthly fee. They take nothing off the top of any jobs that you get using their job board or using your pilot profile to attract clients. And speaking of your pilot profile, it is an all-in-one pilot portfolio. You can post pictures, videos, any information or anything that might display your skills as a UAV pilot on your pilot profile to help attract clients, both visiting thedroningcompany.com and externally. So there's no reason not to sign up. It's a very nominal fee. Make sure you check it out, thedroningcompany.com and across all major social media platforms. That is that is awesome. That I mean, is it as if that wasn't enough? Is there anything? Is there anything else that you're bringing with this? This is crazy. There, there is. That's definitely just scratching the surface. I'm gonna have to like look at a list of features though. We've we've added a lot of stuff with this uh, with this product. Yeah, and while you're looking up the the list of features, I mean, just talking about the the thing that really blew my mind. I mean, you had me just eating out of your hand as you were talking about these new features. But the thing that's blowing my mind is that signal repeater functionality. Talk Correct. about how yeah. useful that is, and how many yeah. times just is even like a regular drone pilot that's had just a little bit too little signal. How valuable that would be to have a device out yeah. there. You know, oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm really excited about that one too. It's it's one of those things you don't think about that much until until you start encountering it on real missions. It's like, mm -hmm. man, I'm losing signal here, and I have to go. I have to go deeper into this apartment complex, or I have to go deeper into this mall. And it's like, shit, it's not it's not working. Yeah. Um, so we we tried a lot of things to solve that, going you know lower lower frequencies to try to get better signal you know signal penetration characteristics, um, changing video streams and all sorts of stuff. But 
ultimately the mesh networking solution is really, really the right approach. And yeah. it can be expanded a lot. I mean, you could go pretty much anywhere you want with this kind of system. That's amazing. That, that is so cool. And you think about the different use cases. I mean, we talked about like in the last podcast, what you're strong at and what Brink really focuses on when they, when they, you talk about what types of drones they manufacture, but you know, you talked about subterranean and just like yeah. uh, walls are one thing I found rock is another thing altogether. Like trying to fly yeah. through like an arch, like a geographic formation, your drone yeah. gets to the other side and it's like, you might as well not even had a signal. Um, having that ability just completely eliminates that. That's amazing. Yeah, something like that. It's it's all about line of sight too with these like mesh networking systems. So, for example, you could have one drone, you know, a half a mile forward perched on the ground, and then you can just bounce the signal off of that drone. So when you're behind the rock formation in the arch, you're not you're not having to go through the arch anymore, right? You're just bouncing it to the other drone, which then has a line of sight back to your handheld controller. Wow. Um, and that's also actually compatible with body-worn radios. So not only do our drones mesh network, our controllers also mesh network and body-worn radios mesh network. So if your entire team is wearing these things, you'll just have perfect coverage. And then the drone will even help audio communications between team members get through better. So it has a lot of advantages. But see, that's another thing. I mean, that's huge is that it doesn't just, it's not just the information you're getting directly from the drone, but how the drone can assist the rest of the team with information. Because when you have a SWAT team in a dark apartment building, communication is key. And if you have a drone that's able to fly with your team and then help boost that communication in spots that might be a little weak, I mean, that's worth its weight in gold. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, I built I built the first version of Lemur like out of my mom's kitchen with no money or like team. Right. And it's a good drone. It's really a good drone. It's been used many times very successfully all over the world. But this is really what I always wanted to build. Um, and it's just really exciting to be in a position to, you know, to do all of that engineering and now to release it. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And congratulations. I mean, that's it's just such fantastic news to see a company like yours, not just growing, but thriving and putting out a product that is not just achieving big things and, and offering these these features and these really cool things that can be helpful in those applications. But it's it's also fulfilling a vision that you had at the very beginning. And that's so that's so neat to see um, just from an entrepreneurial standpoint is somebody that had a vision and now it's it's being fulfilled that that initial vision. So um, in terms of other features that it does have, uh, you've like I said, you've already jam packed it with a bunch of cool stuff that we've talked about. What else do we have on this thing? Yeah, I mean, it's it's all of the features that made, you know, the the original lemur great as well. You know, it's it's cellular two-way audio using the drone as a, a flying cell phone. It's, you know, the glass breaking function, which has been also really improved actually with this in kind of subtle ways, but it's much easier to break glass now with lemur two. Uh, and we can get through thicker glass, uh, which is important thing about like dual pane residential windows and, you know, those, those types of targets. So I mean, if you haven't seen... Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean to step on. If, if you haven't seen the, the the lemur, if you're watching this or you're listening to this, you haven't seen the original lemur drone. The glass breaking apparatus we it, we're talking about is like it's like a club. It's a, a club. It's club might make it a little too big. It's like a little apparatus on the side that it, it's on the side of the drone and it actually spins. And as you approach glass, there's a there's a hard tip on the end of it that actually breaks the glass as it makes contact. Um, but now that leads me in my question. You talk about improving it so it can break stronger glass. How did you accomplish that? 
Yeah, it's a good question. So kind of the way, yeah, you explained the glassbreaker well. It's basically this bar on a motor. It spins up to 30,000 RPM. And at the end of, of the bar on both sides are tungsten carbide end effectors. So tungsten carbide, like one of the hardest materials known to man, this thing spins up. It's really the interaction of such a hard material against glass, especially tempered glass, that makes this so effective. Um, okay, so how do, you, how do you improve something like that? A couple of ways. The first is more kinetic energy. So more energy in this thing makes it a little bit easier to get through thicker glass. Uh, how do you add more energy? The options are bigger motor, which we did with this, which is great. Uh, and also uh, basically more inertia. So like a heavier heavier assembly in general will help at the same RPM, uh, give, you, give you more kinetic energy. But okay. we didn't want to just make this bar longer because it's, it, I don't know, it just compact is better and it's already basically the size it can be and still work well. <laughs> uh, so instead we've added an additional ring around the glass breaker uh, to, to give us some more, some more force. Uh, so we're adding basically as much mass as we can, as far away from the axis of, of rotation as possible uh, in order to increase like the kinetic energy delivery of this whole thing. So if you look at it, it's not a bar anymore. It looks like a circle with a bar inside of it. Uh, and then the end effectors are attached to that. Uh, this whole thing is now also in a shroud to try to improve safety. Um, and we've switched from tungsten carbide to industrial diamond. So the actual end effectors are now, are now, are now diamonds. So yeah, high level, that's kind of what we did to improve it. Oh, one more thing I forgot to mention. So with Lemur S, this whole assembly is kind of mounted horizontally. Um, so like this is the drone, this is the glass breaker. We've rotated it 90 degrees uh, with, with Lemur 2. So okay. the reason why we did that is we found when you're approaching a pane of glass and you make contact with the current orientation, it kind of flings the drone away a little bit in, in a way that's uh, somewhat hard to control. So this doesn't happen every time. Most of the time it doesn't happen at all, but a small percentage of the time it will happen. And then it takes a little bit of you know pilot skill to recover because you basically have to apply some yaw and some pitch and some roll in order to get out of this. Okay. However, by rotating at 90 degrees, uh, you go up, you hit a pane of glass. It doesn't add any yaw motion to the drone. It just pitches you back, which is actually what you want to happen anyway. So effectively, you're pitching into the glass, right? The drone is going forward. The glass breaker catches. It blows out the glass. And then it automatically pushes the drone back uh, because of the force of that impact, which is great because it also reduces your probability of crashing. So, and not only doesn't kind of fling you out of course, uh, but it helps you recover from a glass break now. Um, so yeah, I mean, little things, but like it all adds up. I mean, the thought process that goes into this, I, I said this in the last podcast, I'm going to reiterate it here because I, I mean it. You might be one of the, and your team I know plays into this too, but you might be one of the most intelligent people and set of people I've ever spoken with because just that didn't even occur to me. You know, I saw the original, the, the original apparatus on the lemur S and I thought that's awesome. Now you've just taken it. And I mean, you've added all of the, the upgrades that make it stronger. Uh, but then you, you actually took the time to consider we already want our drone to move backwards. So we might as well position this and orient this tool so that it naturally pitches it backwards. It's just, I mean, you've thought of it all. It's amazing. It's a smart team. 
We, we <laughs> and, you know, we've also we've also been working on this stuff for a while. And I mean, through through the Brink Global Response Network, our charitable arm that you know flies these things in Ukraine and Turkey and, and other places, we use these tools ourselves. So we, we kind of still get that end user insight, both by, you know, talking to our actual customers, but also by trying to deploy our tools on, on real missions. And that's awesome. all that stuff helps make, make better products. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, can you tell us a little bit about, um, you know, the announcement was made today. Uh, when is this available and where can people go to learn a little bit more about the Lemur 2? Yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, pre-orders start today. Um, our demos will begin next month, and then deliveries will start in, in Q3. So okay. that's kind of the rough timeline here. Um, and then, yeah, if, if anyone's interested, please go to brinkdrones.com, B-R-I-N-C-D-R-O-N-E-S.com. Uh, you can request a demo there if you're a public safety agency. We'd be more than happy to fly out and kind of show you what we built. And uh Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. So brinkdrones.com, that's the best place. You can find them on social media, but if you're watching this, you're probably with a law enforcement agency. You want to get a hold of Brink Drones. The website is the place to go. So Lemur 2, announcement was made today. Sounds like it's coming pretty fast, pretty hard. And I, as a drone enthusiast, I'm excited to see what this drone can do. Um, I can't wait to hear about some of the use cases and the case studies that are done on it. Is there anything else that we should know about the Lemur 2 uh, before we wrap things up today? No, I, th I think that's good. I mean, from there, it's just, it's so many small upgrades. Um, like on, on the battery, for example, full smart batteries now, have a button, click the button, it'll tell you exactly how much charge capacity is, is left in these things. Um, the, the charger on Lemur S was always a real like pain in the ass too. You had to navigate a bunch of menus, kind of like a lipo charger. If you've messed with oh. those before, like yeah. not a good <laughs> experience. We designed our own charger this time. So you can just drop batteries into this thing. It'll automatically fill them up. You don't have to touch anything. Uh, another kind of annoying thing about Lemur S was we had these battery thumb screws that kind of attach the battery to the rest of the drone. They'd get lost all the time. Uh, now the thumb screws are attached to the battery, so they can't actually be removed. Uh, it's just like literally dozens of improvements like that have been made across pretty much everything. Our controller is like a full-blown computer, touchscreen, high brightness display, a brand new operating system. It's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of stuff. That's awesome. Like I said, it, this is just this company might be the most innovative in the drone industry, which is saying a lot because this industry is moving fast. Um, if you're interested in learning more about the Lemur 2, everything about it, whether that's getting a quote, whether that's talking, you know, demos, make sure you check out BrinkDrones.com. And of course, Blake, thank you so much for joining us again today. Um, really excited to see what the Lemur 2 does. And I can't wait to talk to you more about it probably later in the year, uh, closer around the UAV Expo to just to see, you know, what happened with it. Yeah, no, that, that sounds amazing. Really enjoyed talking to you. Um, yeah, just thank you for having me on. Yeah, excellent. Thanks so much, Blake. And uh, again, Blake Resnick, CEO and founder of Brink Drones. Thank you so much. Have a great one. We'll see you guys later. Yo, yo, what you say?